Courtney and I have made a wrong turn and we're still stuck in this cube. Welcome to the Wrong Turn Podcast. Hey, Courtney, how are you? Good. How are you today? Not bad, not bad. Well, today we're doing the second installment of of the Cube franchise. Uh, cube Squared? We can call it Cube Squared. It's stylized like that. It's Cube Squared colon Hypercube. Yeah, which... All right. I mean, should, I mean, I guess yeah. Cube 2 also sounds, maybe sounds a little bit better as far as marketing. The visually... It looks good when it's cube squared. When it's cube squared, uh, roll cube two roll, rolls off the tongue better. Mm-hmm. For, for initial thought, you've already seen this movie. Give me some of your initial thoughts. It's it's quick. It was a quick watch. I'll be honest. Like it it moves almost a little too quick. It's a solid. <laughs> it is a solid ninety four minute like movie. There were there were points where I was like, I feel like they've been they've known each other for so like five minutes, but they're like come here let me hold you like there's just like a really like i just feel like there wasn't enough time to really have this emotional response that they're giving in some parts immediately the suspicion starts (laughs) you were we're we're in the cube for for two minutes and then all of a sudden like paranoia fucking sets in yeah like all right this uh, this movie i don't know if we should do like like a recap now or later but like let's just get into it and do we just want to hit on why we're not doing the remake we just we decided that we weren't gonna do the remake of cube because there was one so far for our first venture we're gonna be doing originals and remakes which there are plenty to do we both found out we love the cube franchise we love cube one i actually do like cube two i like the whole series except it it lacks in certain parts but i'm like sure i think the the concepts are great and it's super fun there is a cube remake and it came out i believe in 2021 um and it is a japanese remake and i recently saw it uh, with my hoopla account and it's not a paid advertisement because hoopla is a free service but yeah feels like it, it it almost is like a um a step-by-step remake or japanese remake of the original and i just feel like it just mit- misses all the marks and i haven't seen it yet it's something that i probably will just because just because we've been doing this but i'm just i'm taking your word for it and we brought up cube 2 and we just both thought it was a better fit now i've like I said, I've seen Cube 2, like when it first came out, it premiered on Sci-Fi um, back in 2002. And I was just like, oh, I got to watch this because it's like, what else was going to do it back in high school? <laughs> and I thought it was like the best. Um, and of course, in retrospect, eh, you know. Yeah, this was my first time seeing it, but uh, I, I, I did enjoy it because, you know, I do like Cube. Tastes change, and I, I can see why it's not great, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get into those things as we go along. But, but um, we're going to press play. It's going to be playing in the background, um, so we're just going to break it down scene by – or not scene by scene, but maybe back by act as it goes along. Mm-hmm. So I do want to say something right off of that as we go into it. Directed by Andrew Sekula. Uh, I, I, How would you pronounce that? I thought um, I heard somebody say Secula. Secula, I think is right. Yeah, you're right. And when, okay, beginning of Cube 2, we are seeing that 
the future people that were going to be in cube. <laughs> basically, they're all you it, know getting not, ready to be put in the cube. It sounds weird when you say future people. Like we're it, we are future watching people. a sci-fi movie. But like, future people. <laughs> anyway. This director, when I first like just Googled this, I was like, that name is so familiar. Oh, I know where you're okay. And then I quickly looked into it and I was like, Quentin Tarantino. He shot motherfucking Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. Like, also, he did American Psycho. I was so like, with the fact that he did this, which I'm not, I'm not hating on him at all. It was just funny to me. That was the last thing I found out doing my research i was like oh yeah maybe i should just look up this director see what he's done and find out he was a cinematographer on all those movies i'm like so he is so talented he's so talented and he is known i mean like for making some of those memorable shots like in pulp fiction fucking where the Which two one? where the two where the two thieves are sitting in the diner and like that scene is so memorable oh and be like and the, well it's not the beginning but yes i know what you mean those two oh. isn't she in the first cube no no, she isn't. I'm thinking of something else. No, no, no. But yes, the that th- they rob the um, the diner. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this, <laughs> we're getting her name. I wrote it. It's Becky. Is her name the uh-huh. character's name? So this is the cold open. Cold open. Cold open. Cube. Cold open. So we, it does come into play later. We have a. Uh, you know, a lost Becky Young, we find out is her name, and she wakes up in the cube, much like our cold open in the, in the beginning mm-hmm. of part one. And he, she's she's trying to figure out what's going on. And it's, um, she opens up one of the hatches. There are six hatches. Uh, one so on it's, each. it's this very similar cube to the first one, except for this one is always white. Yeah, except there's, there's no a, colors. And then this one, they don't have to turn the door. They just press the it, door. Their hands. Yeah, yeah, it's just like um touch. So Becky flies up under the ceiling. There is no blood, but we're presumed she's dead. That's what they. I think they want you we to think. We presume she's dead. Also, we also find out that there's gravitational shifts in all of these rooms. Yeah, so, that, so maybe that's why she flew up as opposed to, you know, fell down or whatever. I like how it's a ghost logic production. I think that's a great production company. Name. Yeah. Ghost logic, <laughs> meaning the rooms. <laughs> Gravity operates in different directions in these rooms. Oh, there's also they're all over the place with yeah. these fucking rooms. They really are. That's, you think the science and the math was hard in the first one, you guys? <laughs> oh my god! At least, all right. At least in the first one, we could sort of put it together. They we had knew, a theory. We knew we we knew, like I know Momo, but like. I was like, oh, I think it's sort of big. It's like 30 rooms, 400 feet. Like, yeah, it's a tall building. It's big. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really big building. But like this, we're like, all right, once we start getting into it, quantum physics, and then and they don't even explain it. They, they just say the words. And then also, they're saying words, and they're like, suddenly it's just shrinking into itself and black hole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like. Uh, they're like, it's quantum physics. It's, it's a, quantum physics. It's quantum <laughs> cube squared but it's cube two the opening sequence the title (laughs) sequence beautiful (laughs) what is it a tesseract 
a tesseract is what the hypercube is technically called in math. I did look it up. It's a real thing <laughs> because I wasn't sure. I was like, are they just saying words? I never learned what a tesseract was in geometry. I know they used tesseract, the, the word tesseract in all sorts of sci-fi and, yeah. and you know, fantasy. And you know what I probably jumbo. did learn about in geometry, but I just forgot it. Oh, I wouldn't know. I mean, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was under the influence for most of those years. But like, yeah. <laughs> so like, but yeah. like, I don't think. They, I really I wish they would have taught us, you know, taxes. Maybe. Oh, 100%. But then again, you know, calculus would have come in handy when, when we're trapped in a cube. I think in, we, we digress. But I think in seventh grade, like I did have like one teacher have me look at stocks. And then I had one teacher like break down what I would make in a year and like how I would furnish my apartment. I didn't even cost. have that. That was a fun little project. Oh. I don't remember anything else, but I remember that project. Yeah, doesn't matter. This is also one of the longest opening um, credits. It scenes. is really long, and I don't understand how like going through like all right. So we are down on the molecular We're level. We're getting like blueprints of the cube. Yeah, but we start at molecular level of the paper. Yes, and then we go to a blueprint of the cube, and then we go to a three D version of the cube, and then we go down this tunnel, which I guess. Leads bleeds into the actual room itself. Turns out, like the first one, only one room was made. Nice. I love that. And every time they're looking into one room of the other. It's a cube and a half, right? Is that how they do it? It's Yeah, I guess. like, And they're able to, I guess, close it off because there are some shots that show you all four walls. Mm -hmm. And every time they look out, it's basically green screened. That makes a lot of sense. Well, you can see the green screen when they're You can acting. see the green screen. And I, something about... All right. So, unfortunately... This is our first character... Our other second character is... Um, what is his character's name? He's this very is forgettable. Colonel something. Uh, Colonel something or other. Well, it doesn't really matter because he's only, he's only in the movie for about, like, two minutes. Yeah. But the only thing I was going to say about the green screen is that because of the stark whiteness... I guess you're able to see it a little bit less. And mind you, this movie is what now 21 years old now. So yeah, like that part of the green screen holds up fairly well. Yeah. But maybe just because of the simplicity of it. So let's give it to Andres Seculo. No bad. All right. So we're back. We're back with our Colonel. We find out he's a Colonel. He's, he wakes up, he's, he's beat up and he's, he's praying because he knows he's fucked. He knows he's fucked. <laughs> he's like, I'm in the cube. Evidence that praying does nothing. <laughs> he's a, so he knows what's going on. He essentially, yeah, he's asking you, for his numbers. You, we do find out that he's part of the government behind the cube, right? Mm. Though yeah. I guess he works for the company. The company. Aizon. Uh, Aizon? Mm-hmm. Where in the last one, we were basically just left with a bunch of questions, which left a little bit of the intrigue and mystery of the cube in the first place. This time, we're given straight answers. And yeah, you're given the company name, who's behind it. And we, we, we didn't need it. We, we didn't need it. It would have been even better if we were left hanging. Let our imaginations yeah. just kind of flutter. Because... Now we know the answer, and we, we can decide whether we like it or not, as opposed to just letting our imagination run wild. And actually, I think for a second, I think you see a green screen on the I was top. just going to say, I I also noticed that the green, so, <laughs> I think there was a green screen on the top of that cube part. So we cut away, we cut away from our colonel, and we cut over to Kate walking into a room, and we find- Kate. And uh, Simon is his character's name. We've, Kate walks in and finds Simon, and Simon, for 
Forever Motherfucking Night. Have you ever seen that show? No. Oh, man. So this guy. Uh, Sorry, these shots are very, very Pulp Fiction and kind of I, I oh. there's things like that, like what I was looking at being like, ah, I see what you did there, Andrew. Like, <laughs> oh, see, I didn't even think about that before. Like that one right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. It's good. It's cheesy as hell that the fact that the Simon guy just was like, I got a knife. But I so, so many I'm going to say this over and over again. That's a ste- it looks like a steak knife. It, it does. looks like a cheap steak. <laughs> it looks like he bought it from the Halloween spirit store. And he's got a he's got a like that doesn't seem impressive or threatening. But you know, just like the first one, we have a really overly aggressive authority figure <laughs> right away. Which, just right away. <laughs> which and I, I don't mind that. I don't mind if no, that's me either. Like, like if we're continuing with our franchise. Yeah. I don't mind if every time we got one guy that just sort of I fucking, liked it. I was like, okay, so this is Mr. Crazy. So the the character Simon Grady uh played by Grit wait, I actually can't even say his fucking name right. All I know is that this guy is the guy from Forever Night, which is a TV show where he plays a police officer that is also a fucking vampire. Oh. That's fun. It is like, and as a, like a little kid watching that show, it was just like it's it's a stupid premise, but I'm like, oh, of course, he's a cop, and he's a cop, and he's a vampire. Awesome. So now we're seeing it once again, like the idea of each room has like different. Why do you even explain it? So they're seeing another guy going back and forth from the rooms of the cube at like a, a insane speed because he's going from one side to the other, but it's also like a time warp. It's kind of a little well. We we don't get to that part yet, but like, yeah, that that would explain how this kid was able to do this. So as Simon and Kate are talking, they're they're interrupted by who we find out is this kid named Max, and then Max is all of a sudden is just able to pop out in each individual room, which also doesn't make any sense because like didn't seem like they know rhyme or reason how to get from room to room. But also, Max wasn't talking to them. Remember? Oh, yeah. Because he was seeing something else. Like, they're all... <laughs> like, they were just seeing him. And he was just seeing... I don't know. Oh, you know what's actually funny, though? That actually adds to the premise of the movie. And those are just probably all just different Maxes. Yeah. Because at some point, there's, like, Pipe. different realities of them. <laughs> so, the whole thing about the hypercube is that... Or the premise of this hypercube... Which a hypercube is a tesseract, and a tesseract is a hypercube, and it's a square within a square, and whatever. It's a cube, a four-dimensional cube that has eight cells around it. Okay, that's I believe the that's what the gist of it. <laughs> sure, and they've <laughs> You're been like, a- I guess, <laughs> and they've been able to make this uh, uh, hypercube, and apparently within these rooms. Essentially, like as you go from room to room, you might be crossing into parallel universes. Now we're meeting, Kate's meeting Sasha, and she is blind. And she uses a hard, hard R word. She did, yeah, she did. Hard R. <laughs> I used to love Jerry. I like Jerry, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jerry's my favorite. <laughs> so, so, and then we're introduced with our He's last great. character. Or not our last character, but the second to last character, Jerry, which turns out to be the engineer who designed it. It was much like, in the first one, again. Yeah, much uh, like Worth. Uh-huh. The first one we have the we have each of them are related to this thing. Well, in the first one, you didn't find out that everybody was related. You only found out that one character was related, and that they oh, but they all served a purpose. You're right. They all served a purpose 
for getting through the cube. But look, Jerry's doing the classic, I'm going to write on the wall with my I mean, I, I get it. You know, I, I do it. You don't, oh, he's running with his watch. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because so that makes a little bit more sense than buttons in the first one. But I didn't. I didn't even understand what he was doing for a while because you don't. If you don't see him take his watch, put his watch back on in this scene, you have no idea what he's writing. With. You're right. But he he's numbering the rooms, which is a smart idea. Yeah. He's like each room I go into, I number it just you know so you don't get confused. Because yeah. And of course, we haven't figured out. I know we were jumping the gun. We haven't figured at this point in the movie, we have not figured out that we're we're parallel universes or hypercube or whatever but so these guys are still just trying to figure out there's just why. weird things going on They're yeah like, they oh. hear a noise much like in the first one again all these things from that made the first one great they're just kind of taking and like so supposedly they're hearing things much like you would in the first one where you knew it was the elevators moving around the rooms yeah and i guess this is a similar case but i and they immediately know that the rooms are, are changing. Or, yeah. That's what Jerry says. It's just the, the rooms are moving around. Like, how the fuck do you know? Yeah. So, I, Jerry knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're all running in because now the um, colonel from earlier is trying to hang himself. And Max was in there. So, they're now meeting Max officially. Was in there trying to help him. And then here comes all the characters. Minus one more. There's one more we have to meet. Or get to meet. Yeah. Um, we find the colonel hanging himself. And then everybody. So they're all trying to save him. Runs. Everybody just happens to, to just end up in the same room together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see how Andre is, is really good at these close up shots and being able to mm-hmm. give a lot of information. Like you're seeing the colonel at the top and then you're seeing Max trying to hold him and just slobbering all over him. I'm like, I, I did think I noticed like these close up shots. Even this one with Sasha sitting like that and them and like. He's a great cinematographer. And you I, can see that in like little things that he does. It's just. I just think that like you can only polish a turd for so much. I think it's just like this, the script lacked in a couple of places. And I'll, like, I don't, I didn't look at this actor who plays Max. I did not look at his credits, but his acting in this movie. I just. He's from uh, USA's uh, La Femme Likita TV show. <laughs> He played our hacker. <laughs> he played, he played he, another he hacker. Played, he, he played another computer guy. Yeah. And you know it was the 90s, his, early 2000s. But his acting in this, I'm just like, Max. Every oh, time 100%. Like, Max. It almost seems like the ADR it, like, like half the time. Um, God. What is it? And in that TV show, you know, he was the cool hacker guy because he always wore like sunglasses, like tall, oh. tiny sunglasses, you know, like tiny all sun- flip it inside. That was very cool. <laughs> he's also the cool hacker guy in this movie. <laughs> well, so he's a computer. He's a computer hacker. He's a computer game designer. That's what he is. Oh, I thought. Okay. No, no. You find out who the computer hacker is afterwards. Well, we, yes, we know who that is. We're not going to give that away yet. <laughs> um so like what is it? We're in now it's sixty minutes since the movie, and like I said, all right, it's fine. And then there this is where like that suspicion bleeds and everything. Exactly. Just- so Kate is holding Sasha and she goes, I'm not gonna let anyone hurt you. You've known her for like three minutes. Okay, but knowing what you know now, right? Yeah. If you see Kate's relationship with Sasha, mm-hmm. you can infer why she's acting like that. Yeah, yeah. So like now, if you if you look at her, you see that 
I mean, I guess we can just give it away. If you haven't seen this movie's like 20 years old. I mean, old. we've already given a lot of it away. <laughs> this movie's like 21 uh, again, years old. Again, if you haven't seen it and you're listening to this, I mean, go watch. I, you don't go have watch to watch it. Go watch it, come back, and but, then hear us talk shit about um, it. Sasha ends up being Alex, what is it? Alex Trusk. Mm-hmm. Oh, we for, oh, wait, we need two more. Sorry, we, yeah, we need yeah, two more right. characters. Oh, I yeah. totally forgot about her. Side note. Yeah, yeah. We're introduced to... Uh, um, Mrs. What's her last name? Peg Penley? Uh, Pegley? Haley. Haley. And she's clearly uh, suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. Somebody somebody online had called it short-term memory loss or something or other. But she is revealed to have, you know, before this memory loss, was a mathematics professor. She's a th- theoretical mathematician. Yes. So I guess only working on proposed or... Supposed or so she knows a lot about the tesseract or the hypercube, which we find out later. Like, and then, like I said, everybody in this cube is is essentially tied to it one way or another, and apparently is just being knocked off. (laughs) Yeah, like this is just an elaborate scheme (laughs) to just assassinate people. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah, it is elaborate. But yeah, Alex Trust, aka Sasha, ends up being like this huge hacker behind the. Behind cube. the hypercube. So Behind she hypercube. actually, so we find out is that Alex Tress works for Izon. Izon. Jerry works for Izon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the colonel is just part of the government that knew about Izon. Oh, so he was probably trying to stop him and then they had him knocked off. Then we find out Miss Paley works for Izon. And yeah, she did before. Obviously, she isn't anymore because again, the memory loss, dementia, whatever she's suffering from. And then we find out that. Kate. Kate also works for Izon, and she's in there to try to retrieve Alex or retrieve something from Alex. Yeah. Um, or Sasha um, that she ran into the cube with, which, all right, it looks like a USB drive. Yep. But I think this was before USB drives existed, which I actually have a USB that looks exactly like what <laughs> Alex has. We never, ever hear about it ever again. Never. We don't We don't know what it is. And it's just all it is is explain that basically it's just the information essentially that created the hypercube. Yes. All right. So this is where the movie kind of gets me a little bit, right? We don't have. Here's the green screen. You missed it. Or oh. There was a very clear. Max oh. was very clearly in front of. They're oh, 100%. Very like, clearly in front they, of that they green are screen. masked out. Again, I'm not for like you said earlier, it's actually aged pretty well, but you can very clearly tell that they're standing in front of a green screen. Oh, yeah. But this is what it kind of gets me right here is because we're about to have a trap revealed to mm-hmm. us. But these traps make no sense. Nope. And these guys can just sort of walk from room to room. Freely. Uh, freely. Unlike the first one where we had like the boot yeah. and the, there was so, oh, it was just so, even though it was cheesy, it had a purpose. It had so much tension. It said tension. Yes. Like it, there was. Like what? Like when you enter the room, you're like, "Oh fuck!" Like, what's this one gonna be? Oh, you know. And it was exciting as a it person a, who yeah. likes traps. Oh, <laughs> speaking of traps, oh, there's one called uh, what was it? Escape Room. Yes. And Escape Room Two uh, was it Breakfast of Champions or whatever the fuck? Um, <laughs> those were actually really fun. I kind of hate like you know, or I don't really like like big budget you know movie, but I think like those movies were great. Yeah. Those movies were really really fun. So, so yes, as you were saying, we're now getting introduced to this trap, which is like a fucking energy acid? field. No, it's, it's not acid, but it, it essentially it's an energy field, but like it will burn you 
Yeah. It will burn you alive, I guess. Yeah, it's like a wall. A laser wall? Yeah, I mean, I guess in... Right. I need a better math term for this. Oh, no, I don't think there is a math term for this. It's just, a, it's, it's, the only thing you could really say about it is that it's, it's an energy field. Energy it, field. That is closing in on all our characters. And the colonel decided that he's just, to, he, hand, oh, he was already handcuffed, but he handcuffed himself to the ladder in the cube, I guess yeah. you can call that. And then he swallowed the key. Cause he's like, fuck this. I just want to die. Yeah. He just, he's like, oh, he's oh, over it. I'm going out. Made his choice. Like a pro. That's gonna suck, though. That's that's a pretty. And you awful. see, like, you, okay, it takes out this briefcase. Yeah, it burns it. Burns it. Like annihilates it. It's fucking rough. That's a tough way to go. Yeah, slow too. Oof, I get it. In a sci-fi universe, you know, you can basically make up anything. You can. And like, all right, cool. Energy field. It's gonna burn everybody. All right, let's just let's just go with that. But there's See, there, here he comes. But the traps got like, like, unlike the other one, they had, there was a reason for them. There was a reason for the traps, yeah. right? Because you had, you had a, it was basically leading you into a path that if you're in a cube, you were essentially thinking it was a labyrinth or a maze and you were trying to get your way out here. Like, what's the point of the trap? Are they actually trying to get out? But like you said, is this is just like a, a kill machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Oh yeah, like, I forgot about that. It's just, yeah, it's right. It's just, it's just a knockoff machine. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, and as a man who, you know, was a cinematographer for Quentin Goddamn Tarantino, there's no blood in this movie. It's very little blood. Like very, very little. When there should be. <laughs> I was, which is all right. Which is also weird because all right, sorry. No, go ahead. I mean to cut you off. No. But all right, so they're running away from the energy field wall and they're going from room to room and it, you can see that it just sort of like follows them to the next room. Yeah. But don't every time they go into a different room and they try to go back to the other room, the room is changed. Yes. So that also So that thing gets lost if it's still in fact doing that. Yeah. See that doesn't I'm just going to like try to Yeah, we <laughs> got we really got to <laughs> stop trying to make sense of it. I we're it's both true. trying, but it's, it's just true. not going to work. <laughs> It's just like, huh? Or, or I guess that what gets me about the traps, and I'm mm. sorry to keep harking on it. Or no, on it. What we is, can keep harking on it because it lacks uniqueness. Well, if if they pull so many other aspects of all the other movies, or sorry, if they pull if they pull from the original so much, and then this one they sort of impersonate it, but not well, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really drive. We, we are spent more time with our characters, and we're given a lot more plot than the first one yes but this one doesn't have that factor of the trap that Cody gives us that tension that made the first one so yeah. so good and they're just not as creative oh no let's and, go through it I, yeah, wrote like, a, I got a list i oh i wrote shit down too i was like <laughs> they're not creative and again well, the acting's poor and it's I think that's why we like Jerry because he's like the best actor. The Jerry is the best actor. Is <laughs> the Jerry our guy who designed our our doors? Jerry's great. And we're at the part where Jerry just like he just he just doesn't hide anything because no. he's just a simple engineer. Whereas you had Worth in the first one who was like, oh, mysterious. This guy's just like, no, yeah, I fucking built this thing. Yeah, it was like, an experiment. Like, and then yeah, he's like, I, I got hired to build a door. I built a door. Boom. There's nothing malicious behind it. He's just like, if you're gonna pay to do a job, you're doing a job. Yeah, simple as that. So we got Forever Night interrogating Jerry here. Forever Night. He's going to be forever. He's Forever Night, yeah, sure. Uh, and yeah, he's interrogating Jerry. Vampire cop. <laughs> Think about it. Va- 
He's a cop, but a vampire. He's a cop, but he's also a vampire. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> look, that's look, that's a really good that's shot. That's a great shot. No, All right, so we got Forever Night interrogating Jerry in the foreground. And, and then Kate. we have Kate like 10 feet in the background with her nice depth of field. Frames between the two of them. Right in between the two of them. Fantastic shot. No questions asked about this man knows how to shoot a movie. I think that's probably what why some people like this movie. Oh, look, all right, it has a 5.5 on IMDb and 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not great. Mm-hmm. 62%, but better than most. Yeah. You know, better than most, you know, indie horror films that don't don't really see the light of day. And we're talking about this movie 20 years later. So, you know, it, it's got something going for it. Mm-hmm. And then we're introduced to our Tesseract theory. Yes. So... Um, Mrs. Paley, she sees the um, Tesseract, the Hypercube. There's a little, um, oh, I don't want to say drawings. That's not the word I'm looking um, for. They're actually like engravings. Like, look they're at like engravings, pen. but they're all around the cube. And she's like, we're in it, like, being, like calling it a Tesseract. Meaning, once again, like, it is a cube, but also has like the eight cells around it. Yeah. So it's uh, essentially a cube that extends to... Eight sides or whatever. Actually, I'm really. Bad. I don't I know. This is what I looked at <laughs> on Wikipedia. I also looked it up and I was like, "Cool," and that was it. That was as far again, as I, I can say, it, like just like last episode, I'm not great at math. No. <laughs> so this isn't gonna. I'm not. You don't want me in a cube situation. Well, that's the thing. All right, so they made a hypercube, but they're like, "All right, cool." So how are they in a fucking hypercube? That's what I don't fucking get. You know, like mm-hmm. what. And we got Jerry sort of explaining in a little bit where where he's like, all right, cool. You got length and width and depth, right? Which are, are three dimensions. And then they're going to sort We all of passed eighth grade, Max. <laughs> Shut up. It's yeah. what he says. We all passed Max, eighth grade. <laughs> Max is kind of a, a dick he's bag. A dick. Yeah. He's a dick bag. Uh, but very similar, I guess, if we want to say I'm uh, the math girl in the uh, first one. You know how she had those like. Little zingers, little oh, one-liners, yeah, and you're yeah. kind of like, ugh, okay. Which is uh, her acting it, was better than his, but barely, <laughs> barely. <laughs> That's right, because but all right, so we're introduced to our three dimensions, and then they're trying to introduce a a fourth dimension, which is essentially is time. And it's not really supposed to be possible, but that's where we get a lot of our. But this is what you were talking about earlier, where he, Jerry's just saying words. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. It's a theoretical concept. Like, you, I mean, yes, if you live at the same time, you're just like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Because <laughs> all of them are like, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would be too. I'm like, oh, like, yeah. Once again, I don't, you don't want me in a cube situation. No, I'm not going to be great. We're going to get to our segment later. Are we surviving this? It's a new segment on our <laughs> show. That is a, that, no, I think that needs and to be added. Is are we surviving this? And I'm not surviving the cube. So, so Just like the first one. I'll choose a room. <laughs> we are getting knocked off very, very quickly. <laughs> Me and Cordy have no sustainable skills outside of this. I'll tell you which room I do want to die in. Which one? Uh, hopefully there's a hottie oh. in the cube. <laughs> you're trying to... I got you. You're trying to spend your last days just knocking yeah. a buck until yeah. you fade away. Gotcha. Don't tell me you don't want to be in that part of the cube. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the appeals of this room. Yeah. So, oh, that's my favorite part. So going back. It so hard. <laughs> All right. So going back to it, they're still in the same room. And all of a sudden they find a code. 
or are they finding a sequence of numbers? Oh, yes. 60,659 is the um, number. Which they don't know exactly what that means, but, you know, it, it's just something that wasn't there before and all of a sudden just kind of pops up. Mm-hmm. And then we find out later. And I think this is like the stupidest. stupidest. <laughs> I saw that. We just, the stupidest. Okay. We're finally meeting uh, Julia. Julie. Uh, Ju- Julia. Julia. Yeah. And Max immediately raper, creepy McGee, <laughs> yeah, goes he, into this room and he's like, well, hello, because she's a beautiful woman, like just lying down in this nice, sexy red dress. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden he's just like, oh, sexy woman. I got to go see what that's about. Basically. <laughs> Sleeping beauty. Sleeping like, beauty. Yeah. But then he goes into the room and again, gravity shifts because yeah, now he's almost falling He's basically, yeah, so basically he was right side up, and as he goes in, he, he's turned upside down, and it just all of a sudden shifts. And I, it's kind of funny that, like, it seemed like a very simple thing, but they had to get a stunt actor to do it, because you could see the wig and the change in the yeah. face and everything. Again. <laughs> Max couldn't um, hold <laughs> himself up on the monkey I, bars. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'd like to think if I was an actor, I'd be able to I'd have fun and do something simple I'd as I'd want to do stunts. Yeah. I would. And I don't know if I, if that's Max's real hair, if that's a wig. Either. Yeah, I don't know either. Yes, I don't know. So he's going to go wake up Julie, who's just snoozing. Snoozing. Wait, what's her? Oh, she's the lawyer. She's the lawyer. She's the lawyer. And for eyes on. Well, she's working for one of their... She's, she's in a lawsuit with Max, or they're on opposite sides of the same lawsuit, we find out. And she's working for a subsidiary of eyes on. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, I guess. Whatever. Why won't you give her mouth to mouth? She's not. <laughs> and, and Kate's kind of fucking with her. I know. Fucking Kate's with fucking her. with him, yeah. which is funny. Because Max is clearly just infatuated. But also, like, settle down, Max. Settle yeah. down. Like He's yeah, very, like. He's very <gasps> thirsty right now. Like, he's never seen a female in his life. <laughs> All right. Also, I don't understand this, right? They oh, find. The, okay. They find Julie in the room below them. Max. Proceeds falls go- into the room or no no actually no it was in the room next door they're going they to- all got into that room so easy yeah so they're going to the room next door and turns out gravity shifts and then they're like oh well i guess we'll just keep going and instead of getting julia to go back so they can just pull one character to back, go back they all yeah they all decide and then they have to make this fucking elaborate rope but you know i guess throw back to the first one you know how they tied oh. all their shit together okay okay oh, that's a good point they, they meaning they tied all of their jackets and their pants and that's what they're doing right now but my For logic rope. my logic brain just Again, be like let's just make a left instead of going straight i'm with you Let, let's try the different other door i do like that i do every time they they're upside down or and you see the behind into the other cube well it, it's like they always do a dutch angle every yes. time they're looking at a gravitational shift or something like that and this this is also pointless turns out julia's wearing a random jacket you know julia wakes up she just doesn't know what the fuck is going on she hands her the jacket that she was wearing to max yes. and like what was that it served no purpose i don't no purpose it it is just a very it's just the bad script really it's just like if it had a purpose then they would have more information. Well, yeah, because she wakes up and she goes i don't even know where i had this jacket where am i yeah exactly and there's that's it like, you're not like, oh, she was wearing the jacket of another character or something that could have, you could have done something yeah. <laughs> that you made such the point, but there isn't. She just took her jacket off. Yeah. So here they find out 
in this scene, they they kind of retrace their steps. They find out they've all been kidnapped and what everybody essentially was doing right before they got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Right? And where do they all come from? Apparently, they all come from all parts of the, the country. They've all been put in, the, in one place at the same time. Or actually, that wouldn't even make... Actually, if this is a hypercube, in theory, they wouldn't even have to be... They could it. all be fake. They could all be another version of themselves. Oh, see? Which yes. is another thing. All right. This is what makes the movie, in my eyes, pretty good, is the concept behind the movie. Because once we start diving diving into that and, like, they can all just be Are we going to add to the other movie that we made last oh, time? Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> All right. Yes, because yes, I'm yes. glad you said. That. Yes, uh, yes. We write it down. Copyright. 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 <laughs> because yes, they could just be different versions of themselves. Right? Yes, they, they could be. This could just be one. In of the many, theory of this movie, they could just be one of many versions that's working out. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could just oh, yeah. Because that's, that's the idea that they're giving us. Because they see multiple versions of themselves. Yeah, we get to that part one, which I guess in. Theory. I don't know. I, like, why. This is probably the house that they were all like staying in, <laughs> like while filming the movie. This, be, this, this is like the backyard. This like, be footage of like this be footage of, of like what they're all doing outside of the cube. It was just someone being like, "This is where we're staying." <laughs> I also do this not... is downtown Toronto. Like, I don't know, <laughs> not LA. It's totally not LA. <laughs> I don't. I also don't like Julia's acting. Oh, she's not great either. She's not Max great. and her are made for each other. <laughs> and she's the most pointless character. Matt, I they're both pretty. Don't you, I honestly of all the character, Jul- Julia is just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Like they. All right. So like, all right. So if every character in our last movie served a purpose. Those two don't do anything really. Yeah. And if we had. In our last movie, we had our nuclear family, our mom or dad and our, mm-hmm. our two kids, right? And who else did we have in the other one? And our, but here we have our essentially nuclear extended family. Yeah. Like, it is everybody. We yeah. got Uncle Jerry. We got the dad. We got the mom. We got the kids. We got the grandma. Yeah, like, Julia and Max are the horny teens. Yeah. And then, yeah, the grandma. <laughs> Jerry is definitely your fun uncle. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then mom, dad, and then we're we're given. See, the, that's the only thing about this number. It, it it's a red herring because they put it in the same place where the numbers from the first movie are. Again, we're taking from the original and we're not adding anything. Exactly, to it. you're not adding. We're just so expect less if you're going to watch this movie. Just expect less. We're replacing the same elements from the first movie with similar concepts, but that also that don't go anywhere. Yep. And we're giving a sexy. <laughs> and you're giving a sex scene. You're getting a little, you've got a little horny. You got a little horny. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to touch base. So Jerry <laughs> finds his second watch, but I'm going to touch base to this scene a little. I'm going to come back to this scene okay. a little bit later. And <laughs> it's going to be really fucking stupid it's, when we get back to it. But yes. all right, I do like the this concept. Um, so Jerry finds an exact his exact other watch, and that's when they start with the idea that there's other versions of themselves. Yeah, and then I like how Jerry explains it, basically saying that I was just thinking that if I would if I would leave my watch, if I had to leave my watch, it would be sad, but I would. And then all of a sudden, he finds a different version of his watch. Yeah, meaning that anytime you you think you go down a, a fork in the road, 
it's a parallel universe. So it's like you went this way and your other version goes the other way. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And so whatever you didn't do, your other version does it. Yes. There's a great, there's a great Futurama episode about that. Right. There's a bunch of like, I know there's a bunch, but there's one that specifically does that. And it's fantastic. So they found a dead guy. They found another dead guy. And this turns out to be another doctor who got knocked off in the cube, which also this cube isn't really knocking off as many people as, as other people are just dying inside of like starvation. Again, back to just like the lack of uniqueness and kills and traps, which again, the first one delivers so nicely with that tension of, can we go into this room? Is it safe? Where are we going? This one, like you said, they're freely just going in and out of every room. Because this doctor just dies of like malnutrition. Basically, you and don't find out. He didn't he didn't get burned alive. He didn't get cut up into a million pieces. Yeah. And then the other He just cur- got tired. And when we found the colonel before, he just tried to commit suicide. And he would have committed suicide. He would have if they would have not interrupted him. Yeah, and we do find out that the, the colonel committed suicide in almost every other version. Version, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is really so, really kind of, fucking sad. sad. <laughs> it's super, yeah, it's you never, really fucking sad. Not to laugh. Like suicide is not a joke. By it, no, no. And if you need help, please contact somebody. But <laughs> we do mean that. Like, but like that's that's kind of fucked up. It is fucked up. All right. So then we find out that this is. Dr. Rosenwig, and he's a, he writes, or he's a doctor that, uh, was it, he, I forgot what the word is, uh, quantum chaos, or some bullshit? Quantum chaos. Oh, so many equations. Yeah, exactly. Screwed. So yeah, you're just seeing equations written on the wall, he was trying to figure it out, and he comes to the number 60659. Oh, That's here's our number again. stupid ass number. Which also, when we find out, like, how what the fuck did you do that? <laughs> when we find out what it is, because we're not giving it away just yet. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. And again, it's like, how, why did he, so this dead man has equations written all over his body and penned. Mm-hmm. And then all over the walls. Like, <laughs> which, <laughs> it's just so dumb. Which is funny because, like, like she's got a pen. And he's, she's got the pen from Rosenwig. Kate found the pen from Rosenwig. She's writing the number down. But on the wall, it looks like it's written in pencil. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just going to say, there. But, um, so then, look, all right. So going back to Kate. So once we find out that Kate's basically working for Eyes On, you sort of see that Kate's what she's really doing. She's sort of interrogating everybody. She's trying just trying to get more information. She's the one who writes down the number because if you're a spy mm-hmm. and if you die, but they retrieve your body, you know, you'd have the information written on you. Yeah. So that's not, you know, like in that aspect, I'll give the movie a little bit of credit. Also. And again, we're not giving it away. I do kind of like the ending. Oh, there's an alternate ending. Did you see the alternate ending? No, I don't think I did. I just watched whatever free one was on two week. Which I think is the same version of this Probably one. Probably the same one. I think but it, I didn't. I Honestly, the way it ended, I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> the the alternate ending, I think it's pretty much the same thing with just an extra line. Oh, <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. From her? From Kate? Uh, the, the guy that interrogates her afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So then here's where we find out where Miss Paley works for... 
um, eyes on and she's got a dog named Skippy and she gets them all mixed up, which it's actually wasn't bad way. It was an interesting version. Mrs. Of, Paley's acting is just, it's fine. It's fine. I don't but mind it was a good all. way to deliver exposition. Right? Yes. Because you're giving, you're giving tidbits and mm-hmm. you're putting it together. You're yourself. like, Mrs. Paley, don't you mean that? You worked for Aizan and your dog's name was Skippy. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, yeah. Huh? Like, there's Max and his fantastic acting. <laughs> there's another. See, but you don't. I think Andre, the director, just wasn't given like. Andrew. Oh. It's okay. Was, uh, was given like great cameras because these really good shots that he wants to pull, like sort of lack the depth of field. Like mm-hmm. clarity in in the foreground. Yeah, I wonder what what he was using. It definitely wasn't Tarantino's gear, <laughs> because it's blurred out in the foreground where yeah. the, where the conversation is happening, but it's crisp in the background. So this is when we first get introduced to the Alex Trusk um, person. Yeah, we don't know who it is, even though we gave it away already. Yeah. But they don't know who it is, and Max is like weirdly obsessed with them. Him. They keep referring to it as a him in the movie. A they. Let's use correct pronouns here. They. And yeah, I guess like it sort of would have been like a like a misdirect, be like, oh, you didn't know who was Eyes on if it was Alex Trusk or whatever. And Alex is yes, is the one that created this hypercube. Right? Yeah, you find yeah, out. Okay, you, so I was you, like, yeah, you're right. did I get lost? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's a yeah. Once we start like breaking it down a little bit, it does get a little confusing. But yeah, we do find out later that Alex Trust was able to create this thing, or like this it. insane expert computer hacker. I want to be a computer hacker in a movie. I feel like they can just do whatever they want. Well, you need rollerblades, and you need like you know fancy, fancy you know. <laughs> Big low gear. Little, little sunglasses. <laughs> little sunglasses. All right. So then we see Miss Paley actually run into a different version of herself. Mm-hmm. She's actually the first one to do it. That was actually a pretty. Okay. Pretty... There's a teeny bit of blood. So With in this version, knife. Simon kills Mrs. Paley. But then he gets killed off by some sort of trap in that cube. Fucking. Be- does, it, the tra- does it make any sense? It doesn't. All right. The 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 trap that it can. The, I lost my fucking head. All right, granted, the, I do like this scene because it does drive. Uh, Everyone forever, starts panicking. Everybody starts panicking, and Forever Knight starts to lose his fucking mind. Yes. Because like, if you saw yourself get killed, well, it might freak you the fuck out. Yeah, right? that would be. Um, and then Miss Paley runs into a different version of herself. So this is where the first time we start to run into parallel universes of of the main characters, and. And calls her an old cunt. That's a little, a little, that's a little rough. That's you, I love the word cunt, but that was a little like uh, unnecessary. Oh, but also the traps made no fucking sense. Just beams across yeah, the fucking that trap, wall. It was just. It was. It so like they're like just, blade beams. Like you don't even. They don't, you don't even. even like you don't, how would you know to walk away from it? Exactly. If it was all right. So we got energy field. We got beams we got gravitational shifts later in our next room we're gonna find the the, time warp we have the time warp i guess we're going fast going slow aging room yeah because i guess if time's going fast it's like um well when they get there i'll mention it but then we also have the i actually like that scene What was it? The quadrangular oscillation, which yes. is the, again, he's just saying words. Which is the the blender. 
that, that 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 Jerry gets fucking chopped up. Yes, by, that's what. Which is the only real fucking. It's the only really real besides the the Colonel that one, but the fuck yeah, whatever. Again, I'm so bummed that there wasn't more like fun traps. And I think they do try to bring that back in the in the third one, oh, which we're next, not going to do. We're, we're not. We're, we're not you doing can, the third if one. you want to in your own time. No, in my own time I might, but we're not doing it for this podcast. But uh, okay, so then this is where Jerry's trying to just fucking go off. And this is where Jerry's got a great fucking monologue. He's putting so much energy into it. And this is why we love Jerry. Yes. And I do like how she, Kate just slaps him. Because yeah. she's just like, what are you fucking she's telling like, me? And she just slaps him. Yeah. <laughs> it's an optical loop. Okay, yeah. So now. <laughs> I guess Max's purpose might be to just feed the opposite argument of everything like yeah what if this isn't a parallel universe what if it's just all an optical illusion but like but if he wasn't there like just it take him out of this i don't know but it wouldn't it's not a great misdirect no because like he's not there's not enough valid points to for it to be like oh we're all just we're all just drugged up or we're all just an experiment we're all just in an experiment and it's not parallel universes because we come out to we come to find that yeah it's obviously parallel universes mm-hmm. um and everything's just fucking going fucking wonky and again it's it's the cube is closing in on itself which i think that's the reason why they start seeing same rooms right yeah they, when they start getting to like the repeating rooms so Another interesting aspect of this going to like the hard sci-fi concept of it all is that there is only one room. Yes. And then essentially they're just walking into parallel universes every time they go into a different yeah. room. So yeah, you're definitely not getting out of this cube. There might be <laughs> there might be hope in the first cube. Might be hope. Oh yeah. I mean, because Anne gives us hope in the first cube. <laughs> this and, one? And <laughs> And I think Unless was, you find out what that stupid fucking number means at the end. Oh, trust me. Which is like, oh, it's super convenient. Which, which is funny, though, because even fucking Alex trusts the, the girl who fucking invented the fucking Doesn't thing. know what the number is. Doesn't know what the fucking number means. And she's like, because she does deliver this line at the end. She's like, if I can't figure it out, you're never good. Yeah, that's where like she sort of drops the, the facade. And the she facade re- of her just being like this, like, help me, I'm blind kind of character she is this whole time. Also, she climbed. I mean, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm sure blind people are blind people are very capable. But yeah. there are certain scenes in this where you're just like, oh, okay. I think she, yeah, I think she was. I actually don't understand because I would, I would have liked to give that character a little more bit more depth, more agency, more agency, yeah. more. Like she deserves so much more in these scenes than oh, I'm the sad blind girl in the corner, especially. Especially when we like come to find out that she fucking created the fucking yeah, place. Yeah, absolutely. She should be her fucking villain. She should be her fucking big bad. I yeah, she should have been the baddie. Oh, she so, should have been the baddie. Accident, just I mean, well, you find out she wasn't really killing. She wasn't. I guess we find out later she really didn't have any bad intentions. But yeah. Like, I guess what would be the point of her being inside and then killing everybody off one by one? But like, yeah, that'd be a little bit of a weird turn. But I just. 
I wish there was more from her versus 100%. just the end where she is revealed that she's Alex. Trust. And I totally thought there was. <laughs> it's really, I, I really. You're like, I was certain, but then there's not. You're yeah, like, kind of uh-huh. like in the first one where I thought there was a lot more traps. I thought she was, her character was really a lot, a lot earlier and she had a lot more to say. Yeah, but she doesn't, not until the end. She doesn't do anything, but just follow them. And I could, it could have just been one of those things where like everybody else just occupies the space and the time. Mm-hmm. For each scene where you don't have any any space for for this character right now. Yeah. I do like that Julia's walking around barefoot and carrying her high heels. <laughs> I would have just been like, yeah, I'm done with these. <laughs> yeah. And now we have this montage of them going from room to room to room to room to just... So that's the other thing, too. So like, if, if, if there's only one room and they're just walking in parallel universes... From room to room, there, there's, there's no point. <laughs> there's no point. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like you're not getting out of this thing. Are they in? Are they then creating more parallel universes of themselves by going into each room? Possibly, if that's the way it works, right? Where, in one theory, where if you just keep, if you're stuck between decisions and you go one way, you go and. Your parallel version of you goes the other way. Like, oh yeah. my god, I would have loved it if there was like a scene where one of them walks in and there's just like sixteen of their versions of them in that well, same room. That's what I also don't like. You know, like Kate in, walks in and there's just thirty other Kates. In theory, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> in theory, like that should have been the fucking Rich. end. Rich. <laughs> that should have been the fucking. We get to the fucking climax and everything's collapsing in on ourselves. Like there should have been like fucking ten versions of fucking yes. Kate trying to fucking get yes. out. Yes. Ah. See, or, we're gonna we're gonna it, come up with a better. <laughs> cute you guys we're gonna do this and it's gonna be also very funny (laughs) it's gonna be cute quad cube (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna write it it's It's like based off all of this information this movie is supposedly giving us like (laughs) well all right so there's a i don't know if you want to do it but there's there's another one called there's a nice little indie movie called coherence and i'm pretty sure you can either find it on prime or, I feel like I know exactly what that poster looks like. And it's 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 a small concept. Or it's a big concept, but done really, really small. One room, uh, four friends, or was it six friends, are having dinner one night. There happens to be a comet going by the Earth. And this comet essentially just is able to give some weird gravitational shift or whatever the fuck. And all of a sudden, uh, portals open up. And you're able to walk between parallel universes, but you have no idea because you walk into, you essentially walk from, walk outside, and all of a sudden you're in a parallel universe. You walk back inside, and it's just like your your house is slightly different, and okay. you have no idea. But you're in, but it's the same set, right? You just keep walking into the same room, much like this. Smart movie making, cheap. Yeah. Um, and it's got and that one's got same thing: tension, paranoia. Okay. You know, does a lot of things with with a small budget, and then I think it's got a great, great ending. Highly recommend that Coherence. one. Okay. Um. So back in this in the hypercube, Simon, the um, crazy cop, reveals that he's looking for Becky, that character in the very beginning with the cold open. He was sent in to find her. Mm-hmm. Which I don't even know. If we even find out that's Becky in the beginning. I think it's only revealed later. 
And this setup. Oh, so this is like the one trap we really get to see. Quadrangular oscillation. Yes, I know that <laughs> off the top of my head. Because <laughs> the, um, the only reason is because it's um because Mrs. Paley says it right now. But the way they were, the way they were all just sleeping right now, and they're just taking a break. We we do come back to that room later, and they find out they're all dead. Yeah, which I didn't. That's never never been able to pull that one together until now. Yeah. So yeah, so we're going back to our weird floating shape it's a weird floating cube that which we see a basically like a version of a hypercube yeah in there and miss paley's amazed by it i guess the only thing um sasha really adds is she i guess she does like oh it feels wrong in here like that's what her character does oh yeah she could be like our i guess our warning oh oh no this is where jerry gets oh he not quite yet but he got he got cut a little bit but also like i don't like these traps don't make any sense like where do these traps come from so this thing is like a barbed, barbed, I don't want to say barbed wire, but it's like a sharp fucking cube that's doing dodgeball in this cube. It's a fucking it's, weird blender thing. It's, it's a like blender. A, yeah, you said blender like earlier a is a better word. It's a cube. A blender, a cube blender. It's some it's shit a, It's other. a ninja. It's one of those. A, it's ninja a, blender. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and it's just bouncing around. And it, if it hits you... It, cuts you it got jerry a little bit and then yeah so the only reason i know is because what miss paley says she calls it and it just starts all the all the angles all the squares are basically rotating into each other and just becomes like a a real and then it gets jerry and it gets jerry and it just blends them up blends them up and but also not a speck of blood anywhere not a speck of blood in the like the cgi'd some blood in that but again like, consi- i wanted i wanted a cube covered in blood oh 100 considering like the way like this cuts up jerry so hard yeah i would have loved to see splatter everywhere sir yeah. you worked for quentin tarantino <laughs> by this you know point, how to do yeah. that because this is 2002 what, pulp oh, fiction yeah. came out in 94 96 something like that reservoir yeah. dogs was before pulp fiction uh-huh. the ear scene just the just tim roth laying on the yes. floor just blood just like Come on. All right. So then... Kate our, goes back into the blender room because Sasha's stuck. Because uh, our quadrilangular uh, <laughs> oscillator <laughs> is basically expanding to the size of the room. But yeah, Kate is able to... And this is where the graphics don't hold up. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. like I don't understand how... It looks like it's it should be hitting Kate in the face. Oh, absolutely. She should be blended up. 100%. It's everybody, everybody should be fucked. Everyone should be blended up by this fucking thing. Yeah. It's clearly hitting her in the head. <laughs> but it doesn't clearly hitting Sasha. But you know we're just moving past it. Like it's... I, I do like how she tells like come to like follow my voice. Yeah, Kate tells her just just move move towards me, and then Kate and then Sasha runs, but she didn't tell her what direction to run. I know. <laughs> just move. You have to move where she's blind. Exactly. <laughs> and like, she has that's... a blender thing trying to attack her. I thought that was really good. <laughs> You should have said left, bitch. <laughs> just say left. I know what left is, dumbass. Like you should have said like, left, come bitch. The fuck on. You said you ne- you said you would never let anything happen to me. <laughs> but but if we go back to I know. all right, yeah, yeah. Our our, our Kate is a secret agent. Thing. She's a secret agent. I it just But this is where they learn if you what is it, you don't look at it, it it goes away. Well, 
Not yet. They're they're just in the room. They're trying to figure out how the fuck they're gonna gather. Like they figure they they have to move. They they're gonna make a run for it, and it seems to be shrinking in size. And then they do find out that if it is tracking their apparently it's tracking them. I don't know how she knows it's tracking her movements. I don't know at all. She's just, <laughs> like, it's just, it just makes no sense. Yeah, no, no, no. it doesn't. But the. In a, in a second from now, she's going to realize that the more that they move, I guess, the more that it moves. Okay, so it's not just looking at it. It's it's based on movement. But I guess they say if it's tracking your movements, then it should have just killed you by now. Like, uh... Yeah, because they were only still for not even... An... Okay. This is the great one, right? This, this little... Where yeah, nugget, it gets her glasses. It gets her glasses, then all of a sudden... The slow mo. This, like I wanted this sound effect. <laughs> Which is oh, now I know why it doesn't work because Sasha's face is in the foreground and she's in slow mo, but the blender thing is happening in real time. That's why it was weird. Oh, okay, yeah, I see. So then now they find out that they just stay perfectly still. Much it responds like, to our movements. It's our Jurassic Park theory. Mm-hmm. You know? It's Tyrannosaurus. You know, don't move. It quiet down. It quiet down real quick. Real quick. It gone. Uh, disappears. This also reminds me like of a fucking dungeon in fucking Zelda. But also once they start moving again, does it come back? Like is this it room? It should 100%. Yeah, this room. <laughs> but also is it permanently this trap in this room? Again, with the parallel universes, you never know when you're going to bonk into a trap. The only thing I kind of was able to pull from this one was that I think they're in this room for quite a long time. And anytime they might be in a room for an extended period of time, a trap might come out. Like when they're in the when they're in the room with the colonel, that's when the energy field comes out. Yes. If that would have been a if that would have been like a running concept in the movie, then like we can only be in a room for a certain amount of minutes before traps show up. Before traps show up, that'd be great. That's great. But no, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a great idea. That's a great idea. But, but it doesn't happen. It's. It only happens exactly. a couple like they, if they would have figured out like hey we can't be in this room any longer than 3 minutes. Yeah. Boom. Like then traps show up. Yeah, cuz then you constantly have to like case all the other rooms real quick, see if there's traps in that one and then just constantly be moving. So you can't you can't even rest. Yeah. Because we do get to a couple of rooms where they rest in, where they just sit sit down. Yeah. And just like take a nap. Yeah. And then we come back to Forever Night who's interrogating Miss Paisley. Who doesn't who the poor old woman yeah like this is where uh forever night really starts to lose it yeah which he's a he's a, he's a good actor yeah he's, he's fine. fine but yeah there's no there's absolutely no reason to be tying up this old woman yeah, yeah poor poor lady yeah like he's gonna get some secret information out of her also you can't talk if your mouth is gagged yeah <laughs> sir you call yourself a secret agent <laughs> Ugh, don't believe you it's just all right it's just this the steak knife is just i mean i get you you could murder somebody with a steak knife yeah it just doesn't seem very threatening no it just feels like it lacks a little bit <laughs> not threatened by your steak knife it's dude. gonna take you a long time dude <laughs> i think he also doesn't actually get any information from her no he doesn't him. what is she gonna him we get way more information miss paisley just rambling yes just walking around talking about her dog but then again look (laughs) so like let's say they've been in this room for an extended period of time right Mm -hmm. is this where miss paisley get 
gets it. Yeah, which she sort of doesn't get killed. It's weird. It's weird because again, you see many versions of her. This is this is, this is the weird room we saw earlier where he got his head knocked off. Yeah. So this is like the spikes. It's we- they're weird. They're like crystals that are coming out of the wall. This was the what I call the reject room from Superman's Fortress of Solitude. Reject room. Because yes. these sort of looks like the crystals that are mm-hmm. everywhere in, in, in Superman. It does. The, the old- <laughs> so everybody's freaking out. Everybody starts leaving. These beams or crystals or whatever the fucks are coming out of the wall. We're not really explained. Again, they should both be dead based on what we just saw. Um, mm-hmm. But he's... So Simon stabs Mrs. Paley... Not he, by accident, even though he made it. Well, he very purposely stabbed her. He ties her up, then he's trying to save her, and then, and then he she's holding her. on to her, and then she won't let go because he realizes he doesn't have enough time. And then he just starts stabbing her a bunch of times, and it also doesn't look like she's getting killed. It doesn't. It just looks like the things flew out, like just went over. Her. Yeah, it just looks like it's covering her because she was just kind of lying down. And this is where Max and Julia. Are Max just and like, Julia kind of are like, "This guy's fucking crazy," and so we just got to head out real quick. They. And so now we're witnessing more of this time lapse because now. Yeah, this is what, what I think what is he calls it time variation or variable, whatever the hell. Um, gravity? Is it? No, it's not. Is it? Which I also don't understand how what, what kind of time shift that is. Yeah, me either. They just like slow. He saw them like slow mode. Slow motion run across the cube into the other, and then you can still catch him, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you can still go after them, but he just watched him. Yeah, you just watched him like sort of like still framed every other, every other second. So they were either moving so fast they left like photographic impressions on. Like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, and then we have another equation or another number, which also doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We also don't know what the, those mean. I, and then this is where we're so we're back with Alex or Sasha and Kate. And basically just it's sort of leading you in the direction that it's not a math equation or room number. It could be anything. She's like, it could be a zip code. It could be a birthday. Da, 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 da. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And I think going back to like one of the interviews with the director, I think he wanted it to be a simple answer. And that's what we find out later. Is just that. Yeah, but I feel like you could have done a ridiculously simple answer. It's a ridiculously simple answer. And it's just stupid. <laughs> it's just it, when it got, I was just like, "Really?" Ugh. And I like stupid shit, so it's like, okay. So we're going. We're cutting back to. Oh, now we're back with Max and Julia. Julia and I don't know why this this had to be the thing where just because Max designed the the time variable rooms in his games, he has to be the one that's knocked off by time variation. Or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if that's was like part of it. Yeah, like that hair again. Yeah, like <laughs> tur- turns out that they're they find out they're both on the opposite side of this lawsuit, and they both get knocked off by this. It's weird. So it's, so Julie goes into a room. Turns out she's w- going really fast. He's in. He's going really slow. And he's going really really slow, which doesn't happen to any other character. No, it's just these two. Yeah, that variable time speed rooms. Ooh. He said it. Okay. Also. Cutting back to our first episode, it looks like everybody shops at the Gap. <laughs> Everyone went to the Gap. <laughs> I know what they didn't spend the budget on. The wardrobe. Wardrobe. <laughs> Did they call Desmond Harrington? <laughs> Did uh, they call? Because <laughs> uh, he was—he's the manager there. 
Oh. <laughs> so we're cut back to – so everybody's left forever night by himself. And then he runs into – Another version of Jerry. Oh, Uncle Jerry's back. Uncle Jerry's back. He ain't dead. This is what I love about – see? Because we were sad Jerry died. We were, but then we were like, oh, he's back. He's back. No, because like Simon is also like you're like what the fuck, man? You just you got shredded like deli meat. I think he says. Yeah. <laughs> and this Jerry's like I've never met you. Like that's like this Jerry. This version of Jerry has never met Simon. This version of Jerry says he just woke up. Yeah. See, this is one of the other things I don't really get because, I mean, I like the concept. Yeah. But we're we're never led to believe that like. That forever night is going to be like, has been starving or hungry this entire time. And then all of a sudden he's just going to eat Jerry. Yeah. Like, like usually you want to kind of like pepper those things in. Mm -hmm. So they, so they lead up to this. Cause it hasn't been that long. Is it? They say it's been a few hours, I guess. And then he just, he just says that, you know, well, he's asking, he's like, are you hungry? But good shot. <laughs> it's a great shot. That's a great. It is. It is a it great, is great shot, shot because they are like an inch away from each other. Yeah, that face. is so. That's like back to like acting school, film school. Like when you are filming something for camera, you have to be insanely close to someone, even if even if it looks like the way we're sitting. I'd have to be like right next to you to make it look like we were sitting this far apart. Really on screen? Yeah. Oh yeah. No sure. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. So they were basically making out in that scene. <laughs> yeah, they were, I mean, it looks like they look like he looks like their the, their faces are about to touch. Yeah, and then we find out that Forever Night has eaten Jerry. Which, when we cut back to it, not a lot of blood. No, again, it's like <laughs> dang, they're cleanly, very cleanly. And then we find out that Simon is basically eating several versions of Jerry. Yeah, Simon's so hungry. Well, exactly. Like, how many, like how many versions how, of Jerry did you eat? Uncle Jerry's pretty husky guy. He's a husky dude. And I don't. Th- how did you cook him? He just ate him raw. No, he just ate him raw. Yeah, I just think it was very dramatic to resort that quickly to cannibalism. Right. There's and there's nothing leading up. Yes, like you said, like if you speckle it in. Oh, here. Oh, this is what you were talking about when they go back to that one room where they were napping and. They all look like um, Halloween decorations. Oh, yes. I was going to say, like, they also didn't spend money on these <laughs> they dummies. Bought, they bought the dead skeleton dummies from Spear Halloween. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and they're used several times. They're used several times. So so then we're finding out that – so we're coming across more of our different versions of ourselves, our different versions of our main characters. Um, we're cutting back to – so now it's just all over the place. So hence – like you said before, if there's parallel universes, they should just be running into each other yes. all the fucking time. Especially, especially if, that it's in it, as you learn, it's closing in on itself. Yeah, you should walk into a room and be like, "Oh my god, look, there's eight of me." And if and if in this theory is that there's infinite possibilities because there's infinite choices. Yes, like your version, you might have only had two choices to make, but then what if that version had several other choices to make? Then spawning off different versions. What have God. you? There should just be constant. You should just, just be constantly <laughs> running into another version of yourself and grabbing that person and be like, "What happened to you? <laughs> like, <laughs> tell me where you went. What happened to you? How do we get out?" Of here? Like, I don't know. <laughs> there is just so much room for fun. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're trying to say like 
this is there's infinite space yes in these fucking rooms back with max and julia again and now like you said before they're talking about the lawsuit between his game it was his game right yeah but also it's it's his game that he has a time variable rooms but that also means that each of these rooms were designed and not a feature of a parallel reality you know yes like, like i could see that if you go to a different parallel universe time might be sped up or time might be slowed down but now they're trying to tell you that he designed some of these rooms or yes. aspects of these rooms. So like, like that's a they think they want you to think that. Yeah. And then back to where you're saying she's the lawyer being like telling him to settle. Like you're never gonna win that thing against eyes on. Also the acting of the scene is like he's like, Oh, that's right. You're a lawyer. Yeah. 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 And then she's like, Tell me, was it tell me, okay? People are dead, okay? Yeah, it's just <laughs> It's like, oh my god, just get you the sex scene. Like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> just the like the fact that you would say okay after like people are dead. Okay, okay? <laughs> people are dead. Okay, no, you don't say it like that. <laughs> I don't think you would ever say it like that. <laughs> is the is it just like, that? Is it just that people are dead? Okay. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> oh, what the fuck? That's why I was just like, oh, it yeah, just, it, it's cringy. Oh, you're a lawyer. Oh, you're a lawyer, right? Like, right? you don't know everything about her because you've been obsessing about her, yeah. Max. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're a lawyer, right? Yeah. That's oh, those two. <laughs> and it seems like they do shoot some stuff in, like, high frame rate because you see you see them looking really, really crisp. They do. Sometimes, like... Even for how old this movie is, yeah, like that shot there of Simon, he looked he looked great. He looked super crisp. That means either like they were shooting at like I don't know, I don't know, a higher f- frame rate. So that's and I why think he, he went on to eat another version of Jerry in that yeah, scene, which is great because it's sort of he just like walks in, he introduces himself. Oh, I get this mouth watering feeling when I talk to you, Jerry. Yuck. <laughs> the only other thing that you might be able to infer is that Forever Night's just been in these rooms longer. How hungry again? How and he's just getting really, really hungry. He ate all of Jerry one, and then he's like, "Oh, found him again. So hungry." Also, very little blood. Yeah, like he should. His face should be just like Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, clothes, everything. Everything. You're you don't have water to wash your hands with, like the, which is another thing. He only has his little steak knife. How is he getting all that meat off? And then we're cutting. We're cutting back to Sasha and Kate. And this is where we find out who Sasha, Sasha really is, is. Yeah. actually Alex. But Kate's like, hell yeah. Because she's a secret agent. But if you see her face sometimes, you sort of see her like interrogating people, pushing people along. Mm-hmm. And then how she's really protective of Sasha because she knows who Sasha is. Yes. And she needs to get what she needs to get. Which is okay. Which yeah. makes the rewatch a little bit better. It does. So then we find out that Alex made the hypercube. She found out they were putting people in here and that she couldn't have it. And then they tried to shut her up. So she ran into she the ran into the cube to get away from him. Again, why now? Again, with the rewatch, Kate being sent in there to get whatever they need from Alex. Cutting back to, which I'm sure we're going to come back to Julia and Max in a second. But that last scene where we find out that they were in a lawsuit, 
also doesn't feed the plot anymore other than <laughs> no. knowing that they that they are tied to the queue. They're tied to the queue. Here we are back with these two, like yeah. you just said. Again, they, like I said, they don't really add much to the plot other than... Like, usually, like, if you're finding out more information like that, like, everybody's tied to the cube and everybody finds that information out together, like, it, it reveals something, but now they only know that. Yeah. They, and they only ever know that because this is their death trap. Yeah. They've, they've walked off and they're gonna, you know, have one last fling before, you know, I guess they don't know they're gonna have one last fling. Like, yeah, they don't know that. And like Julia's whole thing, she's like, I would never kiss you in the real world. Like Max isn't unattractive. No. I don't know, because he's a he's a game nerd. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I like it because like, oh, are you into computer games? Let me get you into computer games. Uh, like, Did you know about computer games? <laughs> so we have their little passionate sex scene here. You can call that. They just really make out and you see like a boob. Yeah, you start making out. They start going out. I don't understand why where the floating comes into it. (laughs) Who turned the fan on? Yeah, like like, exactly. (laughs) Like what part like I can understand like like you say going back to parallel universes. They walk into this universe. There's no gravity wherever the fuck. They can float around. Sure. But that doesn't that doesn't it's not how it starts out. Right. So they are having sex and they lift up into the air and they start aging rapidly. Yeah. And then that's how they die. Yeah, they which, die mid coitus. I um, mean, I, I could see that. I could see that if you walk into that one and you have no idea the time is passing by, you spend too much time in there all of a sudden, like. Yeah, that's why I said I'm going to choose that room. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm gonna> go- <laughs> like I said, I hope there's a hottie in my cube. <laughs> I do like how, all right, so we're back with Forever Night. I do like how he starts collecting. He, he collects like, the watches as he eats Jerry's. That's great. I do really like that. <laughs> Souvenirs. Oh, and he finds Becky. He finally finds Becky. That was his sole purpose. Yeah. You find out that his parents have hired her. Mm-hmm. Or hired him. Hired him to find her. And she's like, thank God. Like, I never thought I was going to get out of this fucking cube. Which also, parallel universes. Exactly. Should have run into her sooner. Should have ran into her sooner, and then he just kills her. Because he's lost his mind. Oh, yeah. He doesn't eat her, though. Actually, you don't know that. True. He only likes eating Jerry, though. (laughs) That's his preferred taste. He's like, you gotta love these parallel universes. Which is a pretty good line. (laughs) He's really... You know what? He's really taking it in. He's like, you know what? I'm in parallel universes. I'm just gonna kill people. I'm just gonna eat. I mean, he's 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 gonna be able to survive the longest because essentially, like, what? Maybe you could drink their blood then. I yeah. do. You get any water from that? Is there water in blood? I don't know. Somebody write it. Body, <laughs> uh, somebody write it and and tell us how the human anatomy works, please. Um, no, but humans are like eighty percent water, so I think so you would get some sort of out? water. So yes, that's my answer. You would be hydrated. You would be hydrated. Oh, again, there's another version of the colonel that has successfully hanged himself. Which I think, like when I originally watched this, I think I thought they made I thought they went into the old room. I thought they were just walking in circles. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought too. Yes, and there's the dead. (laughs) They're the dead bodies. (laughs) The dead people having sex in the air. Oh, I love that. So they shot this in front of screen screen too, Like, but I thought they were actually doing it inside the room itself. And also, again, with those... Fucking skeletons from Spirit Halloween. Yeah, not the best. I don't know if it's just that. I'm pretty sure it's because they look 
they're cheap and not because this movie is 20 years old. Yeah, no, they were just cheap for then yeah. as well. So here's where we start, we start figuring out that all the rooms are collapsing in on themselves. Yeah, this is like the, because the hanging comes in. So yeah, because now all of a sudden the kernel starts appearing on all the walls. And all the walls. And then all the writing appears on all the walls. And but back to what you were saying, because the kernel starts appearing in on every single side of the cube, right? Yeah. Or does he just keep coming in on well, one? Well, I think she saw him on the left side, then she saw him behind her. So it kind of feels like he's appearing on all the walls. Okay. Or I guess only one version appears. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. We, we're we trying really hard to try yeah. to like make this make sense, but it just... Like, all right, uh, granted, if I were writing this, th like, I would only be able to get past the, su the superficial level. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because I don't know shit. Yeah, I don't know shit either. <laughs> so I would also be like, we're just going to say these big words <laughs> and hope that everyone is just like, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, because, sorry, I was just going back because I was, again, because I thought as well that it was they were just finding an old room. Yeah. But he got burnt alive and he was handcuffed to the... um ladder remember yeah so that's so what, uh, they're seeing him hung so that's a different universe where he successfully killed himself yeah exactly okay so this is where we also find out that alex sasha knows that the whole thing is going to implode and it's unstable and it's all collapsing in on itself okay so now she's seeing she's seen the beginning of the movie the now. beginning of the movie with that wall where the colonel gets like burned alive basically yeah. which is not bad no so i, I like the yeah, idea I, I like it too that she's going from each cube and seeing what she's already, that's already happened to them. Like there's Mrs. Paley not dying. Yeah. Like it, she's just hanging. Well, she got stabbed, but she was just hanging. There's Jerry getting blended up. Oh. And then her. A different version of someone getting killed by those stupid Getting those, beams. those crystal things. I, I don't fucking no, know what those are. No idea. And then Simon shows up crazy he does have a teeny bit of blood but not nearly <laughs> she stabs him in the eye stabs him in the eye um great concept this i did like this a lot so she immediately stabs him in the eye turns around he's got sasha or alex got sasha. his eyes all fucked up and healed he's, healed who knows how long he's been exactly in that's the that, that was one <laughs> he of the also looks way old yeah. like he's gray not great <laughs> makeup but bad makeup but he, he either walked through a winter storm or he's been in there for years <laughs> he went through a blizzard or he's been in there for like for at least 50 years yeah, which is a really 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 good cut i love that i love it too i there's a i would love he was like there's a blizzard cube around the corner careful <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's what he looks like. But this is this is what I feel like coming up with is like one of the biggest letdowns. That's that they sort of just like knock off Alex right here. Like they do. Like again, back to they could have made her character so fucking cool. Yeah. So Alex says it doesn't matter. We're all dead anyway because she does know what this thing is. Yeah. But then Simon just goes, oh, okay, dead. Snaps her neck. I mean, turns out she she does become like a bit of a fucking downer. She's just like, we're not getting out of here. We're all going to fucking die regardless. So he's just like, 
all right, cool. You're dead. You're dead. Forever Night takes her out. And then you yeah. see he's covered in Becky he's badges. He's covered in <laughs> badges. Right, look many, Again, he's been collecting trophies. Yeah, look how many he's got merit watched. badges I got. Yeah, I, I like Simon. <laughs> which, is, which is weird because, like, Simon is, like... So, and now we get to this point where they must be down to the final cube. Yeah. Because so. she sees herself enter herself from the other cube. This is so confusing. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> And then why he, that like, made. jumps, and then she jumps on him. Well, you know what's weird about that is Simon's confused about it, but, like, dude, you already know it's parallel universe. Yeah. So, like, why would you be confused by... And then we have our final fight scene. You know? I so he has four Jerry watches. He ate four Jerry's. Yeah. Wow. Maybe... maybe Maybe he ate some Jerry's oh and my God. watches. That's the fucking part where she figures it out. She's looking at all the watches. And the, here we go, guys. You want to know what that number means? So we, we come to the end and we figure out that the, the 60659 actually is a time signature where all the rooms are going to collapse. Which, how would you know that? Fuck if I know. Also, how do you know if that time's correct? What <laughs> universe are you in? Yeah, also, how do you know... like? How are his watches all the same time? Yeah, when you're coming from different universes, and then everything is collapsing in on itself. Everything's degrading in Cheap's early 2000s fashion. You know, it's oh, see, I didn't see her take the necklace. That's why I'm always like figuring out like what the fuck happened. I guess yeah, you're right. I didn't really realize that she was wearing it around her. So neck. she didn't kill Derek. She just hit. She didn't kill Simon. She stabbed him in the leg. Oh, is that what? Yeah, and then she but just like she hit him in the kill face. Him. She punched him, stabbed him in the leg. Yeah. And he passed out. Also, he doesn't have any more white hair. Continuity hair. Yeah. So now she's now realized that she has like a minute left because she realized this number means that it's going to implode. Uh-huh. And she just, she sees a black hole and she's like, well, I guess I got a job. Also, how the fuck would you know to go into the black hole? Well, you either stay there and get imploded or you jump in the black hole. But like, why wouldn't she just go through one of the other? I mean, I guess it's the only door left. I guess in that. Also, it uh, once again with this graphic, she should have been dead at this point. She takes so fucking long to jump into this black hole that she dead. should have been whisked away at this point. Oh, yeah, because it sort of looks like a tornado. Yeah. And it just looks like everything. But no wind's happening. No, she's just staring. She's taking her time. She's like, ooh, wait, I think I'm dying. Should I go down this black hole? Um, I have a point. Oh, jump, bitch. 60659 is, is the time. She jumped after, so. I guess. Back at these cool graphics. And then we find out that there's maybe millions and millions of rooms in this giant hypercube graphic that's really cool. But it's, <laughs> it's so cool. You know, it looks like, It looks like the uh like old school screensavers you had. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like we're we're gonna put on some drum and bass and just yeah, listen and to just this. Like, you know, and then she wakes up laying down and it's the room, but it's not the room and it's it's all wobbly and turns out she's on this sort of Green screen. Green screen water thing. That's right. This is like this weird water thing that they pick her up out of. Yeah, but they got these cool suits on. She's not wet. Plastic suits. No one's wet, but they have plastic suits on. So I totally thought that there was actually water there. So did I. Yeah. It would have been. I would have liked it if she did. So she, she turns out she gets out. She's the only one that's made it out. The government facility, some bunker or They're in like warehouse. a where they store airplanes. <laughs> Hangar. Hangar, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's clearly a bunch of army and government officials and military. 
So essentially, this is where they filmed it, but they like in the yeah. other room. Oh yeah, that's probably exactly <laughs> where they filmed the cubes on the other side. Yeah, and this is this guy we've seen in everything. The guy that's the guy that's the um asking for the device. The military guy. Mm-hmm. Phil Anken. He's very familiar. Oh, 100%. This guy's So, great. yeah. It's just, oh, you're so right. I think I have a USB drive like that, too. Yeah. So, um, it turns out she's retrieved the device. Uh, the guy's name is General Anken. He's asking for it. He's like, you did a great job. We'll see if anything's on it. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. And then, here we go. They kill her. Which I don't really know why you got to. But, again, I like I told you, I, I kind of liked it. I was like, okay. No, it's great. It's yeah. like more of that Alex Trust nihilistic sort of feeling like it's no, a, no one got out alive. Nobody's getting out of here. Yeah. Everything's fucking pointless. We're fucking horrible people. Basically. And then he makes a phone call as they all do. Mm-hmm. And they go. With- phase two is terminated. <laughs> so on to phase three, which is wait, phase two, cube two, phase three, cube three. I don't know. Oh, that should have just been it, too. Cube. I don't think... I think I looked too far into it. I don't think that means anything. All right. So, I will give you this. Turns out Cube 3 is called Cube Zero. Yes. And it's actually a prequel. Oh. <laughs> she hates it. You know, pre- prequels are never my favorite. It's... It, they kind of go back to... Um, They kind of go back to the drawing board where they go back to the jail suits... And everything looks way more arcane than the first one. Okay. So everything looks way grittier and they look like they look like they're going through essentially like underground, like sewage passageways. Every there's a lot of pipes. It's a lot very industrial. Okay. You know? Okay. That was it, guys. And that was the end of the movie. So going back to their six oh six five nine. All right. This is some fucking bullshit here. This is um we when we look at the watch when Jerry first finds his other version of his watch, it says six oh two, so essentially oh. meaning that it's only been like four minutes. From, you got that? I did from the beginning of the movie. <laughs> the the end. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it, it's been four fucking minutes, and they're just walking around in parallel universes for fucking ever. ever. So, which is another con- which is another concept. Again, like, but back when I'm saying, I was like, how do you know what time it is? Yeah, how? Yeah, like. She just got lucky that she looked at that number and was like, could it be the time? Like, <laughs> yeah, because how would you not be in another room where everything collapsed? And yeah, or like all the rooms are collapsing in on each other. Or meaning that if you go into that room, you are spawning different versions of yourself. Not that you're walking into parallel universes, but you're creating parallel universes. Yeah. Only within that space. Maybe. You know, so like, I have no idea where I was going with that because yeah. it's, it's way, it's way like, beyond my it's just like, Oh God, I don't know. There's just overall, it's a fun watch. It's a fun watch. And once we start like diving You're, into, you have like, much more nostalgic attached to it. This is the first time I've seen it. Uh, yeah. Well, now second time that we've rewatched it. You know, it's not one that I'm probably gonna watch again. That's fair. But, you know, I liked it. You recommend it? I'd say if you're a fan of the first one, yes. If you are a Cube fan, yes. That's what some reports were saying. um, Like I said before, just expect less. The acting's meh. 
with some of the characters, but I don't like the lack of the kill scenes. There's really lack of uniqueness. You don't really get any blood. You don't get any like horror. Yeah. Um, um, what else do you want to touch on? In the alternate ending. Yeah. Um, our general act, was it? Oh, Phil Atkin. Sorry. This is the actor's name. Um, the guy who plays the plays, he's just, he's just called the general. He's just general. Yeah. So he lets Kate know that he's only been in there for six minutes and 59 seconds. That she's only been in there. That's oh. the, that the whole thing is. And the whole thing is experiment in quantum teleportation, essentially. So even though they've been, they feel like they've been in there for hours or days or whatever. That makes that number less stupid. <laughs> that they've only been there for six minutes? Yeah. Maybe. I do like the whole malicious, like, I'm just we're just gonna put in a bunch of people here that we need to knock off. Pretty much. You know, it's it's a let's little... get rid of the lawyer. Let's get rid of that guy who has also got a lawsuit. Let's yeah. get rid of this person. Like Like who do we got this week that's gonna rid- off? Yeah. <laughs> This week on Cube, Hypercube, <laughs> who are we killing off this week? Yeah. Who? Speaking of which, it's very like Old Island. For instance, those two, like, they will be old with oh, that Night Shyamalan, yeah. where they <laughs> die of old age like those two did in that one room. You know, like, but I don't know. You're right, because there was really like no way out for the, uh, for the others, right? I, yeah, I guess if they were, like, if they were dead or, yeah. No, because then because she, Kate was sent in there to get the stuff from Alex, she succeeded. Like you said before, the the purpose of all the other ones is you were just going to die. Unless, unless, if you're talking about parallel universes, then like maybe there should have been at least one version of each to survive or to. Back to our original <laughs> theory, like they should have just come across a room where there was like thirty of each of them. Yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. Well, Edgar and I are in the works. <laughs> we're fucking we're, lost. Right? We're lost. <laughs> we're, oh, we, man. Hypercubits confused the fuck out of us. We, we made a wrong turn and we, we're stuck in a parallel oh, universe sure of our own design. We made a big fuck. wrong turn and we are lost. Oh, we so are, I'm not getting out of the cube. I'm I, telling you right now, I'm not getting out of the cube. Yeah, because now just like diving into the concept of it all, like now I'm just more confused than I was before. I can get out of a forest. <laughs> I can't get out of the cube. That's what we found out. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! All um, right, we're gonna we're we're gonna wrap this up before we just keep uh, going. We're just gonna keep gonna, going. On. You know what? Like I said, if once again, if you're a fan of Cube, I do recommend you watch it. Have lower expectations. I'm gonna give it a four. I think it's yeah. I think it's 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 not a bad. I'm movie i do have a lot more nostalgia tied to it on the rewatch i i do have a lot of fun with time travel movies mm-hmm. and some sci-fi lower budget movies because you, you don't need a big budget to like have fun with some really interesting concepts um so i'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10 oscillated quadrangular <laughs> blenders <laughs> blenders yeah <laughs> Also, our rates don't really mean anything because we're... For, um, what is it? Tesseract? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm giving it. But does that mean even at 16? I, oh, that, shit, it's a... Boom. <laughs> oh, fuck if I know. All right. All right, Corny. What are we doing next? What are we doing next? Are we staying in the sci-fi realm? What are we doing? I we don't haven't know. really we, talked we about it. We haven't talked about it. 
You got any ideas? Mm. We can go. We can make a wrong turn wherever we you want. We can make a wrong turn wherever <laughs> we feel like it. Do you have anything off the top of your head? If we're going to originals and remakes, we can go slasher. Um, I was thinking about when a stranger calls, original and remake. You know, that's a good one. That's a good one. We can go. We can stay on topic with Forever Night and go Vampire, Fright Night, original and remake. Fright Night's good too. Fright Night's a good one. We can touch base back. I don't know if you have any ideas. Yeah. We might need to sit down and and butt our heads together and see where where our wrong turn will take us next. Yeah. Because I was also thinking of Texas Chainsaw, but Texas Chainsaw original remake is less of a remake. Oh, no. There's a remake. Is the remake the one with Matthew McConaughey? No, that's two. That's, uh, yeah, it's either two or three next generation. And then there's, no, but there was a remake with uh, Jessica Biel. Oh, yes, there was. I forgot about that one. Yeah. I was thinking about the recent one that came out, was it last year? That was a a kind of requel. Hmm. Sequel. Requel, sequel. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, we'll let you guys know. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, Talk to you guys later. Enjoy. Try not to make any wrong turns. (laughs) Leave that to us. Stay out of the queue. (laughs)